0: and now critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films your host ben gordon all right what's happening guys this is doc g on the doc g show normally with me justin evangelista not here not today no sir guess who's with me it's david burley man berlin david how's it going let's ride oh my gosh (laughs) you you like that (laughs) filling in with the proper justin terms if you threw in a hello i'd be ready to go right there hi guys (laughs) Hello. Oh, Mike. Uh, Justin Hi. here. Yeah. All right. Well, hello. Justin is not with us, as you guys can already tell. He uh, he's away from the show for a boring reason. So I'm going to fill in with a completely fabricated story, completely fictional, of why he's not here. Yes. Are you ready for it, Dave? Let's hear it. Okay. Justin's dad. I gave him a name. Blaze Evangelista. I don't know what his real name is. Justin can tell me later. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Blaze is a Burmese python hunter in the Everglades. That's right. For much of the year, he lives in a one-room bungalow deep in the Everglades, where his only source of entertainment are a copy of all the seasons of the show MASH on VHS and Def Leppard's Greatest Hits. That's all he has out there which means most of his days are filled with Hawkeye's quotes and pouring sugar. One of his shining moments was when he was wrestling a 12-foot female python just south of Big Cypress, and the snake bit him on his arm. He immediately turned to Stockner. Stockner, that's his sidekick that he uh, wrangles snakes with. That's a fact. He turned to his sidekick and said, you know what? I'm going to call her Love. Wait, what? And then he proceeded to sing Love Bites by Def Leppard for the rest of the trip. Well, just a couple of weeks ago, Blaze was out wrestling an 18-foot python, which is extremely dangerous considering he had no backup that day because he gave Stockner the day off Uh, to uh, herd emus on his emu farm in Homestead. Amen! Uh, he, uh, He was by himself. And he thought the snake had won the battle. He was about to take down Blaze when a couple of drug traffickers that were waiting for a shipment uh, of drugs to be dropped off by boat shot the snake off of Blaze. Oh, but after man. they shot the snake off, they decided they may be able to get some money if they abducted Blaze and tried to, uh, you know, ransom his family. Ransom the snake hunters family. Do they they think Blaze is worth more than the
1: snake and the venom and stuff?
0: Apparently. Hmm. But, uh, Python's non venomous. Oh, no venom, you're right. Non-venomous. That, that's why Blaze is worth more. Exactly. Okay. Right? They thought it through. That's a fact. So this past week Justin was contacted by the DEA who told him about the situation. They told him that he'd be the best person for this case since he knew his dad's zany habits the best. God, Justin here. But since he's not familiar with the habits of the drug traffickers, he needed a partner. And since the DEA had just recently watched Central Intelligence, they knew Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be the perfect fit. They teamed them up together. They gave them the team name Rocco and the Filipino.
2: That was, that was racist.
0: And they are currently fighting the drug traffickers in the Caribbean as we speak, in an attempt to get Blaze Evangelista back. Hopefully, I can only hope that one, they make a movie of this. I got a feeling well, they will. That's
1: my. That was my next thing. Have you seen the new Rock movie? with Zach Efron.
0: Yeah, Baywatch. On,
1: on the jet ski. Yeah. I'm having that image with Justin. That's right.
0: <laughs> A much less ripped version of, of Zach Efron with The Rock. That's yes. exactly what it will be. It's, I'm, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be fantastic. Hopefully all goes well and he'll be back to tell us what actually happened, the boring reality, next week. We'll see. Cool. I don't. I don't really want to know the board. No, it, it won't be nearly as cool. But you know what? It's time for ripping the headlines. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Oh, I was. We gotta fire. We gotta fire the show up first. Oh man! All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Okay, now we can start. At who's wearing their birthday suit? You jumped one. It's okay. It's your first time. I understand. I'm nervous. So, today, May 3rd, we've got a lot of interesting birthdays on May 3rd. Have you ever heard of Bing Crosby? Huh? I have not. No? No. Oh, man. Bing Crosby, uh, what they consider the first true multimedia star. He was a singer and an actor back in the 30s, 40s, 50s. He, uh, he was born 1903, lived till 1977. He celebrated his birthday on the 2nd every year, but mm. his birthday was actually the 3rd. After he died, a priest came at of some records. He was actually born on the 3rd. And I was like, that's a little weird. Wouldn't he do that during his life? <laughs> like, hey, you're celebrating. Why did he wait until he was dead? And then well, he was like, hey, you know what? He actually screwed up. I just wanted to let everybody know.
1: Well, you know how sometimes your parents mess up your birthday? Yeah. Well, they just they just kept messing they up. They just let it go. Yeah. They
0: were like, you know what? We don't need to tell him. It's fine. He's old now. In 1948, he was considered the most uh, admired man alive, ahead of Jackie Robinson and, get this, the Pope. Mm, debatable. Yeah, well, I mean, really... Uh, I mean, Jackie Robinson did some great things in sports, and the Pope, the Pope. pope yeah. So that's that's hard to beat. Uh, also on May third, designer panda.
1: panda. Panda. Now, if you would have said anything about him other than panda,
0: never. <laughs> I don't know anything about him other than that. Panda, panda, <laughs> panda. He was uh, he's a Brooklyn product. Okay. Born on May third, 1997. Oh, wow. Youngster. Yeah, real youngster. You know what? He's a Generation Z-Bo. Mm. Generation Z-Bo. Disgusting. One of those guys. You know, it really agitates me that I have yet to see a negative piece of news about Generation Z. None of them can rap. And all all millennials, we get all the bad stuff. Yep. Generation Z, whatever, guys. At least
1: we have some decent rappers.
0: That's right. That's a fact. Take that, Z-Bo's. Eric Church. You ever heard of Eric Church? Yeah, I love Eric Church. Yeah. He yeah, killed it on the CMAs uh, back with uh, Lizzie Hale. Mm-hmm. You remember that? That yep. was a good jam right there. They actually came out with a uh, song a couple of months ago together. What's it? Called, called I Like It Heavy. Oh. It's a good jam. You should check it out. Heard Justin likes it heavy. Wait, what? Uh, well, he's right now. He's getting it heavy from the rock. That's what I'll tell you right now. Uh, born in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Ever been to... Granite Falls? No, I haven't. It's 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 right down from where my parents live in Virginia. Actually, uh, it's right beside my friend Brad Deal. What up to Brad Deal if he's listening? Shout out to Brad. Yeah, there's uh, also Madison Bumgardner. He was raised right uh, right beside Granite That's Falls. That's a baseball player. That's right. Plays yeah. for the uh, plays for San Francisco. Yeah, but he was raised. He was actually raised in a place they call Bumville, because there were so many Bumgardners in the area. It's just, they just the call family. Bumville. Yeah. Uh, also, last one, May 3rd, uh, famous person, Frankie Valley. You know Frankie Valley? Yeah. Led the four seasons. Oh, what a night. Man, late December, 1963. Classic. Yes. So good. He turns 82 years young. Oh, man. Still kicking it. Born in uh, New Jersey, 7th Ave, or the First Ward, as they used to call it back in the day. Really good Italian food there. Fantastic, uh, Frank Sinatra. His whole life had bread shipped from the uh, Giordano's Bakery on Seventh Avenue. Wherever he was in the world, <sighs> made sure he would just have there. that bread sent to him each
1: week. I have to have that next time I go to New Jersey. Now
0: I don't know if they're still open.
1: Place like that. I tried to look, look close for. It. I think
0: they're closed. Uh, that's a shame. Um, yeah, I'm real sad. Okay, so let's get to the actual right, birthday suit guy, wear. Here girl. we go. Our birthday suit wearer was born on May 3rd, 1933. Oh, man. In Barnwell, South Carolina. Hmm. Avid listener Jake Parler. You out there. He's from uh, Barnwell as well, so he better know this. Yes! <gasps> uh, the birthday suit wearer is from Barnwell, South Carolina. Nineteen thirty
1: three. South Carolina. That's right. That's
0: all you're getting right now.
1: Hmm. Any ideas? You know, nothing is uh, popping up right now.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that's just the first clue. Yeah. We got three A more. couple more. Don't worry. All right. It's time to rip the headlines. Jebediah, if you please. And now, the news. Thank you, Jeb. Okay. Dave, what's your favorite TV show? Oh... I'm a big Gotham guy right now. Gotham guy. Huh? I haven't really watched it. I can't really front. You can't go wrong with superheroes. Yeah, well, a lot well, of people love superheroes. superheroes. Uh, have you ever thought of getting a tattoo dedicated to that show, to Gotham? <laughs> nice! Getting a uh,
1: Batman logo on my butt. Might have crossed my mind once or twice. Uh, well, there you
0: go. Uh, you're right online with Bernard Johnson. Who Bernard Johnson thought he would get a tattoo dedicated to the executive producer of the show, Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Oh, no. That's right. Not only did he get a tattoo for Law & Order, but he got a tramp stamp for Law & Order that simply says, Dick Wolf, executive producer.
1: Well, you know they have the big SVU
0: intro and at the end.
1: His name right there. Yeah.
0: Uh, He created all of the Law & Order series, uh, Dick Wolf did. As of 2017, there have been 1,088 original episodes of some form or another of Law & Order. You know, my dad's probably seen all of those. I'm going to ask you, have you ever seen an episode, a full episode of Law & Order? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah?
1: But, you know, even though I knew Dick Wolf just because they show it so many times, but... I couldn't even tell you the executive producer of Gotham.
0: Oh. I love it. Well, I mean, I got to be honest. Uh, if there was anything tattoo-worthy of Law & Order, I feel like it would be Mike Post who made the original theme song. boom, 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 should. Bow. <sniffs> I love that guitar part. Classic Favorite guitar part. Okay, here comes a little game inside of the game of Rip From The Headlines. Dave. Yes, sir. I will give you $20. Uh-oh. If you can name five of the Law & Order TV shows, there are seven. Different Law and Order shows that have aired before. If you can name five of them, it's 20 sp- oh man, uh,
1: SVU's one. That's one. Um, man, my dad would
0: be mad at me. Well uh, you're letting him down in the Law and Order game.
1: Is there like a Miami Vice? Nah. No Miami. <laughs> um,
0: I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you three uh, wrongs. We got Law and Order SVU. Is there like a New York one? No, no New York one. There you got two,
1: two wrong. Man, no.
0: Ah, oh, missed I, out. I, uh, you, d- you forgot the first one. Law and Order. Just,
1: just Law and Order. Law and Order. Oh, that was really gimme.
0: Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Law and Order spe- Special Victims Unit. Mm-hmm. Law and Order Criminal Intent. Law and Order Trial by Jury. Okay, yeah. Law and Order LA. Uh,
1: I was... That wrong, was the city wrong one. city, yeah.
0: Law and Order True Crime. And Law and Order uh, You the Jury. That's yeah. the seven... Mm. Law and Orders. I have I fun know. fact. I have watched none of those.
1: Oh, you've never seen Law and Order? I've watched
0: like ten minutes of it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, no. I, I've had enough. Yeah, I've I had like enough it. iced tea for now. It, I'm good. Lemonade, redesign. Lemonade. He's good in that role. You know, I, he's. I guess he's believable. Yeah. Sure. Uh, here's another fun fact, Dave. This one's for not for twenty dollars, okay. but. Uh, what do you think the average age of an ABC viewer is? Oh, um, let's say 63. Look at you, almost nailing it. 66. Oh. 66. People those that watch ba- TV are old. Yeah. I'm old, because I watch TV. Let's move on to the next topic. Meth and pottery.
1: Huh?
0: Right? They, they go together well. Right? Have you ever been to Polk County, Florida, Dave?
1: Oh, Polk County, is that around... Uh, Tampa, Lakeland area?
0: Yeah, it's in between uh, Tampa and Orlando, right around there. Okay, so yeah, Lakeland, yeah, Mm -hmm. pretty close. Okay. Uh, Did you know it's known for expensive artistic pottery? No, I didn't.
1: I didn't know they were famous for anything.
0: They're not, really. The pottery was mainly expensive because it was covered in meth paste. Mm. So we have Omar Palencia out there who uh, bought three pieces of pottery which were covered in 22 pounds of crystal meth. Nice. Wow. How did he figure that one out? Well, it was planned. Uh, he planned uh, with a group in uh, Mexico. They sent it to him, tried to make it look like it was just normal uh, pottery, mm-hmm. normal, expensive, fancy pottery that he that he paid a lot of money for. Yeah. Uh, but undercover agents were following him, and they sort of got the gist, Busted. and they, they stepped in and arrested him. Yeah. Good effort, though. Good try. Yeah. And for some reason, the whole time I was reading this story, I just got, like, the perfect plot line for, like, a Jet Li DMX detective movie from, like, 2004 yeah. that, you know, Omar would be the, the head bad guy that Jet Li would come in and ninja kick through a plate glass window at the end of the movie. That's what I saw. And then spin kick some pottery and just destroy Exactly. It. And everybody like, oh, that was worth, like, $630,000. And then I also got the idea of what if like somebody thought it was actual pottery, or it got mixed up with someone's actual pottery, mm-hmm. and they had it in their house and like just displayed. Their dog kept on licking it, <laughs> and they were like, "Why so, does my dog keep on licking this pottery? He, he doesn't want to do anything." And he was what? just so no, he'd do everything. If he was a meth head dog, he'd just be all around even more so than normal dogs. But
1: I, you don't get all sleepy on
0: meth. I wouldn't know.
2: No! 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 no. <laughs> I need to
0: lie down. Oh, it's a stimulant. Such uh, a stimulant. Okay. Such a stimulant. It's just like crack. Wait, Anyways, what? a little stimulant information for there you viewer, listeners out there. Um, so, Dave, let's move on to food. We talk about food a lot of times in the rip from the headline section of this show. Uh, do you like pizza?
1: Love pizza. All right. Love
0: pizza. I'm guessing you uh, get cheese on your pizza.
1: I'm a uh, pepperoni and sausage guy, okay. but you know cheese, is cheese comes on there. Always. Right.
0: Right. How many time? I mean, how many types of cheese do you prefer on your pizza? You know, normally
1: one is fine, but you see those sometimes where they they advertise like five or six. You five, know, five
0: three cheese blend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about 101? Say what? 101 pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: types of cheese. That's right. Scotty's... I didn't even know there was that many.
0: Neither did I. Well, actually, I, I could have guessed. There's, there's you would have guessed be. over 100? The types of cheese? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's okay. all kinds. They come up with all kinds of crazy blends. Uh, Scotty's Pizza Parlor in Portland decided that the Centuno Formaggio, mm. or 101 Cheese Pizza, as part of Portland's Pizza Week... They basically ripped off the idea from the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, which, for the record, was way worse than the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah. We all know that. Agreed. That's a fact. The final pizza featured whole milk mozzarella, a shredded 55 cheese blend, a 36 soft cheese blend, and a blend of nine grated dry cheeses. Mmm. All of these cheeses were provided by Greg Hessel of Cowbell Cheesemonger.
1: Now, is it a huge pizza, or is it a normal size pizza? a normal size, size pizza? pizza. So if you think about on that normal size pizza, to fit 101 cheeses on there, you're probably not getting that much, not of, that much of each cheese. Which brings me to my next
0: point. I'll bring back the 20. We'll go to Scotty's in Portland, and if Is you it... can name 50 of the cheeses on there, I will give you this 20. Portland, Maine, or Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Either okay. way, we've got a bit to go. Yeah. But we may take the trip sometime. We'll see. Hey, here comes another one at you. Uh, geese. Wait. You what? know about geese, right? Big problem here. Yeah. Here in Jacksonville, we're inundated with these cocky winged honkers. Uh, apparently, back in the 50s, they were almost extinct. Oh darn! Yeah, now there are millions across America, and recently a few more were made in Colorado. A uh, Whole Foods in Colorado found that a goose had laid her eggs in the middle of the parking lot, so they decided to protect the goose and her gooselings by making a barricade for her nest until the goose decided to move on. I uh, I looked into this, you know, because I was like, really, seems a little bit extreme for a goose, yeah, right?
1: Like they're a sea turtle or something. And so,
0: I, yeah, exactly. So I checked out their Wikipedia page. Because that's what you do. Yeah. And Canadian geese, it says, they are extremely successful at living in human altered areas. Canadian geese have proven able to establish breeding colonies in urban and cultivated areas. Now, I'm no ornithologist. Huh? It's a bird, bird okay. scientist. Thank you. thank yeah. you. Yeah. But I'd have to say that, one, they're successful at doing that because there's sure. a law against killing them. Yeah. Yeah. And then two, they eat grass. Yes! So there's pretty good supply They're of grass Not that everywhere. hard to find grass. Also, I'm not a bird psychologist. Wait, what? I don't know if those actually exist. Probably. Uh, maybe. We'll see. If we can get one on the show, we may do it. Uh, but I think because there's been this ban on killing geese, mm-hmm. they've gotten a little cocky. Yeah, they don't care about anything.
1: Have you ever looked directly at a goose? No, they've they're, got they're scary. They've
0: got way too a confident of a look in their eye. Yeah,
1: way had, more confidence than I have. That's a fact.
0: I gotta ask: Have you ever had a kid uh, had a friend that was like maybe overweight, maybe kind of ugly, maybe not real smart, but super confident, and you didn't know why? I have the exact guy that you're talking about in my head right now. He's a goose. Yeah. That's what he is, right? I mean, look at that thing. They've got clown feet. They've got twig legs and a big fat potato body. A neck that only a giraffe would be like, yeah, I guess that's sort of a short neck, right?
1: Um, And they walk around like, you want some of this? They'll go right in front of your car. I'm
0: a goose. You're not going to do anything. Look at me. Try me. Right? Man. Geese. Making sure. Yeah, they're pretty mean guys. So, uh let's go ahead and move on that has been uh ripped from the headlines let's go ahead and move on to stop faking the funk dave as you know this is where i bring up two headlines one yep. of them real one of them fake and you guess which one is yep. real which one is fake you're good at these yes! I'm pretty, pretty good at making fake headlines so first one new orleans woman Takes engagement photos with Popeye's chicken.
1: I could, that definitely sounds real.
0: (laughs) Or, second headline, New York couple's wedding interrupted by pizza delivery. Hmm.
1: I'm picking the fake one. Yes,
0: you are picking the fake
1: one. You know, the the pizza delivery sounds so, like, rude that it it sounds real. (laughs) So, I think it's going to be the woman with the Popeye's chickens, the fake one. You're
0: wrong. Oh. I gotcha. I gotcha. New Orleans woman takes engagement photo with Popeye's chicken. So, Elsie Clark shared pictures on her Facebook titled, Finally Engaged, which features pictures of her posing lovely alongside Popeye's fried chicken and biscuits.
1: I'm just imagining a large lady. No, she's not. Well, in my head, I, (laughs) I have a large lady just... Going
0: in on She's going bananas with on the some chicken. drumstick,
1: ah. but making sure she shows off her new engagement ring. So,
0: so this was completely <laughs> fictional, right? Elsie was not actually engaged. Yeah, these were just pictures of her loving Papa's chicken, being engaged, married to the game of chicken, huh? basically. Dang. She told the New Orleans Times that her and and her photographer friend Whitney Tucker came up with the idea. She had recently put a picture of her eating a hamburger on her Facebook page, and it got a lot of likes. Um, So that's what spurred this. I eat food. Why not show some pictures of me eating food? So Clark said uh, she loves Popeye's, and she eats there all the time, so why not get married to Popeye's chicken? Mm. I've got news for her. I hope she's up for a little polygamy. Because if she's in love with Popeye's, she's going to be married to obesity and diabetes pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Yes! And that's a pretty good bet. So, her chicken gave her
1: the ring. She's married to... That's
0: right. Oh, man. Married to the chicken.
1: <laughs> that's even worse. I was thinking at least a guy gave her no, the ring. No, no. Uh, there
0: was nothing involved with an actual dude. Just uh, her loving she's, pizza. She's going to have a her sad, chicken.
1: sad life of
0: eating chicken for the rest of her or life. Maybe a happy one, depending on who you are. Guys! It's about time for a musical break. Dave, have you ever heard of Hans Wenzel and the 86ers? Yeah, you've had them on the show before. That's right. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Dave, I have a suspicion that they're called the 86ers because they were all born in 1986.
1: Oh, that's a good guess. I was going to say there may have been 76ers fans, and they're like, we're way better than them. Well, you can't. You
0: can't bust on a name like a 76ers we've already done it on the show before <laughs> uh, alright Big Hans Wenzel News their album dropped today bam that's right Lost and Lawless is out so if you want to go buy it buy it go on their website Buy it on there. If you want to get it on Apple Music, you can do it on there. Just don't forget to get it. Also, don't forget to go to their album release party, which is this Friday at the Charleston Poorhouse, 8 p.m. Don't want to miss it. It's going to be lit. It is. That's what the kids say. This is Kentucky State Line by Hans Wenzel and the 86ers. are back on the Doc G show. This is Doc G. You were listening to Hans Wenzel and the 86ers. Right now we are on Spinnaker Radio WSKRLP in Jacksonville, Florida 95.5 FM. Alright guys, we are back and guess who we have with us? We've got none other than Claude Fly Till I Die, Lathan. Claude, how you doing, man?
3: Great man, flying right on in. I'm happy to be here.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so we are going to start with a little bit of birthday suit action. Uh, We left off our birthday suit wear, Claude. You didn't hear this. Uh, They're from Barnwell, South Carolina. Huh?
3: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that's right. How, How far is that from Columbia? It was
0: about, Ooh, what, 45 um, minutes, I think?
3: Yeah, not too far at all.
0: Okay. About 45. Uh, 1933 was when they were born. May 3rd, 1933 in Barnwell. Here comes the second clue. During the teen years of our birthday suit wearer's life, they briefly tried a career in boxing before they got sent to prison, and then they decided to concentrate on music. Originally, our birthday suit wear started out as a part of a quartet that sang gospel. Hmm. Hmm. Any ideas, guys?
3: No. The only person that I know that sings or used to sing gospel was uh, uh, Katy Perry, I believe, but that's not who this is. <laughs> oh, yeah, and
0: and not, one. and not from South Carolina and also not 84. No, so, not
1: at all. No. She's really hot if she is 84. <laughs> aging aging like a
0: fine wine. Looks terrific for an 84-year-old beauty. Anywho. Vino. Vino. Exactly. Let's move on to the natural moment. Claude, are you excited?
3: This is one of my favorite. They're all great. This is one of my favorites. Uh, environment awareness is very important.
0: Amen. Well, let's talk about the natural Nature! moment. David Bamberger. Uh, Who was born into poverty But then became immensely successful As a fast food tycoon He decided to cash in His uh, money off of that A long while ago He sold all of his companies And he decided that his objective in life Was to take the worst piece of land He could possibly find In the hill country of Texas And begin the process of restoration In that area So, he found wasteland of 5,500 overgrazed acres of wall-to-wall brush in Texas, and he set set out to make Bamberger Ranch Preserve. Hmm. And since then, for the past several years, uh, over about almost 50 years, he's brought it back to an, an immensely beautiful, natural environment of Texas. And he said, you don't need a bulldozer, you don't need a chainsaw, all you need is a used chainsaw, a wheelbarrow, <laughs> axes, hand tools, and a lot of friends coming out from time to time. You, can, you don't have to buy all of your equipment, you can borrow it from other people, and you can accomplish on your own what I've done on this property here. Yes! A little inspiration of bringing back nature. How do you like that, Claude?
3: I love it. I think it's great. You know, maybe start out um, some suggestions. Could be start out, you know, in your own yard and pick a little spot that you can restore and then yeah. go from there. And, and then eventually, when you're ready to cash in all your money from your fast food restaurants, purchase some bigger land. And And I think this is a great uh, example people can follow up on.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't have uh, 5,500 acres at the moment <laughs> or money no. to purchase it. But... I appreciate Bamberger's uh, uh, example.
1: I love how he's like, I'm going to buy all this land. And he's like, hey, friends.
0: Yeah. Can I use your tools, by the way? Exactly. And they're (laughs) like, hey, millionaire, (laughs) buy your own, you turd. And he's like, nah, come on over. Uh, It's a fun project. It's like Dad telling you to come do the yard. Hey, guys,
3: we're having a, we're eating pizza and watching movies today, and they show up, and sure and enough, they're out working in the yard. Sure
0: enough, no pizza was had by <laughs> anyone. That is so lame.
3: But it's for great cause. Exactly, great so exactly. Shout out to him for that. Good, Good job for outs.
0: David. That has been the natural moment. It is time, fellas, to move on to the sports section. Oh, yeah. And today... I'm going to start a segment that I know Claude's going to like because he knows it's going to click up the counter. The section is called Why You're Not Michael Jordan. The ceiling
2: is the roof Jordan. Jordan, yes, Jordan.
0: This section is obviously <laughs> where I pick out someone and tell them why they're not Michael Jordan. The ceiling
2: is the roof Jordan. Jordan yes,
0: I start today with none other who compares themselves to Michael Jordan all the time, LeBron James. Amen. So, LeBron James, this is why you're not Michael Jordan. The ceiling
2: is to Jordan, Jordan, yes, Jordan.
0: You wear a mouthpiece. Mm. The <laughs> end. <laughs> That is so
1: lame. Out of all the things, the mouthpiece?
0: Yeah. Yes! Who are you, Stan's sister on South Park?
3: All right, you jerk.
0: Good lord. I don't He's know. He's trying
3: to get more like him, and, uh, you know, he already he took his headband off. MJ didn't wear a headband.
0: What, what is this? It's not hockey. It's not boxing. Plus, you're 6'8 and 250. Who's going to rough you up so much that you need a mouthpiece? I mean, Steph Curry wears a mouthpiece, but that's because he's 6'3 and 190 pounds. I made a glass. He's <laughs> fragile. Yeah. He needs a mouthpiece. He's just a little guy. You're 250 pounds. You don't need a mouthpiece. Plus, what did you receive, like, a billion dollars from Nike? If anything happens to your teeth, you can buy new ones. You can, you can buy someone's teeth. You can go up to them and be like, hey, I'll give you $2 million for your teeth. And they will rip them out themselves and give them to you. I wouldn't. But, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there that definitely would do that. No doubt. I'll give him my teeth. Oh, yeah. And,
3: you know, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, You know The the little guys definitely need it. Uh, Isaiah Thomas getting his tooth busted out the other day. We talked about that before the show briefly.
0: There you go,
1: right? Yeah, well, his face is at elbow level of everybody else. Yeah, again, he's
0: a teeny guy. He may need a mouthpiece. But you know what? He said, no, I don't need one. And guess what? In a couple of days, he'll have perfect-looking teeth again. You know why? Because he has a lot of money. I was, we can afford to
1: fix those. Not teeth. as much as LeBron, but he'll get another. Pay not as soon. much, yeah. yeah,
0: but he'll. I mean, you know, he's he's surviving. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having his paycheck. <laughs> Guys, that has been why you're not Michael Jordan. Next week, I'll have another reason why someone else is not Michael Jordan. Uh, and, and Claude, you can't see because you're not in the studio, but I do have a miraculous, beautiful poster now of Michael Jordan. The ceiling is the roof that Justin gave me. It is fantastic. It is beautiful. His last shot. Anything
3: that Justin's going to give you, I'm sure, is absolutely fantastic.
0: Exactly. It's the last shot uh, against Utah. Everybody just staring in awe of him shooting that shot. Even, Even the great coach, Steve Kerr,
1: he blended into the to the crowd with me for a second on there.
0: Yeah, well, it's because they're all in black and white. and Well, MJ's you see the Carl Malone right. really
1: well, and then Steve Kerr is a small white
0: guy in the corner. Yeah, well, so is, so is and John Steve's Scott. in the
3: right place yeah. at the right time. He's known for three-point shooting. Might as well have uh, more people on board with the other aspects of his game.
0: Anywho, that's enough describing a poster that no listeners can actually see. That's good. Uh, so let's move on to one question. I like the one. Nice job, nice job. Um, minus 20. As the listeners know, this is where I bring up an imaginary guest who comes into our studio imaginarily, and we ask them one question. This week's uh, guest would be none other than CP3, Chris Paul. Exciting. Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris Paul, yeah. Okay, guys, so we have all crafted our questions for Chris Paul. Dave, I will start with you. What is your one question for Chris Paul? Nice. Wait, what? Okay,
1: so you know how Chris Paul, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Carmelo are all boys. Banana Boat Bros, yes. Yeah, that's their friend group. Yes. So basically, if if he could marry F. Kill of that group... You know, if you could have two teammates and the one guy was left on his own to chase his like ending career title run, mm-hmm. what two would he pick? <laughs> That's
0: good. I like that. <laughs> All right, what's your question, Claude?
3: I, I, uh, so the banana boat crew crossed my mind, mm-hmm. and then I also was curious. Uh, I'll tell you why. What my question was and why I got into it. I started thinking about Lob City, and I was like mm-hmm. DeAndre, Blake Griffin. And then I was like, well who was lob city before them and that was chris paul and tyson chandler
1: Uh Mm yeah
3: yeah i started thinking about the 2010 2011 hornets Mm -hmm. and uh i was like you know chris paul played with paeja stoyakovich (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. so my question
3: to chris paul is right now he currently plays with jj reddick if you were to line jj reddick and Peja up at the three-point line and give him 10 three-point shots, who's going to win the competition?
1: Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. Well, uh, Peja... you know, JJ,
3: J.J. doesn't have any uh, real major accolades in the NBA. Peja was a three-time All-Star. Uh, you know, he won an NBA championship as well in 2011 with the Mavs.
0: Yeah, but J.J. Reddick's from Southwest Virginia.
1: Yeah. But wow, I think Peja might have won a, a three-point shootout. Did he ever win yeah. one All-Star game?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that'd be a good question for Chris <laughs> Paul. Here's my question for Chris Paul. Uh, he has a nice beard. That's a fact. Chris Paul, solid now, beard And game. I'm a fan of the beard. I would like to know, has he ever thought about going to Duck Dynasty levels of beard? Oh. Has he ever thought about Ooh. just growing that out as long as he can? Hmm. And if so, is he going to wait until retirement to do that?
1: Get a playoff beard going. Maybe yeah. that's why he can't win, because he doesn't yeah. have a good playoff beard. I love how
3: every time we're on the show together, somehow beards come into the, the equation. I love
0: it. That's right. It's a serious topic. Last week, you missed out. We actually had a beard topic of uh, Richard Simmons. Apparently, Richard oh, yeah. Simmons has a new beard. He's sporting Oof. a beard. And me and Justin <laughs> said, immediately, both of us said, Bob Ross. Yes! That's who we had in our hand. <laughs> So let's go ahead and move on to interesting point or who cares. Guys, are you ready? Let's do it. Yes. I think I have some really good ones here. So this one, this one, this one borders on the spooky guys. All right, here we go. Pistol Pete called his own death. Say what? In an interview with the Beaver County Times in 1974, he was quoted as saying, I don't want to play 10 years in the NBA and die of a heart attack at the age of 40. He then proceeded to play 10 years in the NBA and died at the age of 40 from what the coroner says was undetermined kind of heart disease. (laughs) Interesting point or who cares?
3: Interesting point, That's for really sure. I heard, I heard that when I was younger, and uh, I, the story stuck with me since. How's that not interesting?
0: Yeah. That's creepy. I don't I don't want to say anything about my, my future career after that. I'm say, only good things. Well, guys, I don't want to live till the age of 300 and be super famous <laughs> uh, and
1: awesome. Oh, uh, you just jinxed yourself. Ah, oh,
0: jeez. Who would have thought? Man, I
1: don't want to live to have a billion
3: dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, these are all bad things, guys. I hope it doesn't happen like Pistol Pete. Huh. Girl, come on. All right, guys. I know, Claude, you have heard of NBA Jams. Dave, have you heard of NBA Jam? The, the game? The game. Yeah, of course. The old school Super Nintendo game. Well, the leading designer of the game was apparently a big Detroit Pistons fan, and he actually programmed the game so that in close games the chicago bulls would always miss shots against the detroit pistons Wait, what? Oh, that's dirty <laughs> that actually happened he did that in the old game interesting point or who cares
3: who cares yeah oh, that's that's who, a who cares? cares come on
0: now and we hey, got, I love like,
3: NBA James. The, the game itself is very interesting. That one fact. Eh.
0: Well, it's an interesting point, so you know not to choose the Chicago Bulls against the Detroit Pistons, because you're gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, do you guys know Meta World Peace? Oh yeah. Oh Former, yeah. Formerly known as Ron Artest. Okay, well I have Panda's
3: friend, Panda's friend.
0: I have two Interesting points about Ron Artest, uh, now known as World Peace. First, this is the first one. After he signed his rookie contract with the Chicago Bulls, he applied for a part-time job at Circuit City Outlet in the Chicago area just for the employee discount. Word. The Bulls found out about it and stopped him before he could actually start work for Circuit City. Interesting point. Who cares? <laughs>
1: that's that's so dumb that it's interesting because he should have had an agent that's be like, hey, I can get you a really uh, sponsorship with Circuit City. With he the thought,
0: you know what? He went in and he was like, hey, how much you guys get off? And they're like 25%. He's like, uh,
3: what? Oh, I'll work a All day right. a <laughs> so, Hey, if you can save a few bucks, why not?
0: Claude, interesting point.
3: I, uh, anything meta World Peace is going to be interesting. We right. only really have a couple of those guys in the NBA every so often. That's really How
0: interesting. That. Here comes the last interesting point, or who cares? Are you ready for it? Oh, yeah. Here it is. The owners of the ABA's St. Louis Spirits. Are you guys fans of the 30 for 30 series? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Love 30 for 30. Did you both see the one on the St. Louis Spirits?
3: I missed that one. I, I've seen plenty of them, but uh, my cable hadn't been working as of late.
0: <laughs> okay, well, this one's going to be uh, news to you then. Both of you guys will, uh, this will be news. Uh, the owners of the ABA St. Louis Spirits, Ozzy and Dan Silna, struck a deal during the NBA-ABA merger that allowed them to get part of every team's television rights. Exactly one-seventh from each franchise. Or what equates to about two percent of all the NBA's TV money. That was basically nothing in 1976, Mm -hmm. but in 2000, till at 12, the deal had made 255 million dollars to Ozzy and Dan. Say what? And in 2014, the NBA finally bought them out of that deal for 500 million dollars. Hell yeah! Interesting point, or who cares? hmm
3: interesting point that just shows how important it is to invest in the right things at an early
2: time
1: i agree interesting with all the it's money really going on in the nba just to have that that two percent you know to be part of that aba that's dying out that's a uh,
3: that's ridiculous interesting. Guys. yeah the, you know i almost wonder if they did themselves a uh, a disservice you know a disjustice almost by taking the money and not just keeping you know being bought out I guess well well, in yeah, 82 so
0: they almost let themselves be bought out for uh, 8 million dollars mm. and then they <laughs> kept holding out and now they've made over 750 million yeah, smart uh, move. I mean, that's
3: that's terrific, but I mean, think about I mean, with the new TV deals coming into play here, I, I'm just saying, that's, yeah, you that's a know. lot of money.
0: Well, just, I, I figure, I don't know uh, Dan and Ozzy's age, but I'm guessing they're probably getting up there. So they're like, hey, man, how are we going to actually, yeah, when are we actually going to... They don't care about their kids. They're like, let's just party ourselves. Who cares? Let's do this. Yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> ESPN's paying so much money that they have to uh, fire all those people.
0: Exactly. Oh yeah, those billion-dollar yeah. deals. Hats off to uh, Cannell, Danny Cannell. Sad yeah, he's man. He's a little salty. I enjoy. Oh, yeah, I enjoy Danny Cannell. He should be salty. Yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, Claude, can you take a uh, can you take a break with us? Come back.
3: I can definitely take a break.
0: Okay, we are going to take a musical break. We're going to 180 it from the first musical break. We're going to hear from Rock and Yella. But we can do that. That's the beauty of running our own show. I can have a country act for the first song and then a rap group for the second song. Besides, I've seen (laughs) Yella from Rock and Yella rocking a Johnny Cash shirt. I know he's down with at least a little bit of country. There you go. So we're going to hear friends and family from those boys straight out of Orangeburg. South Carolina. Eight oh three. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show.
2: It's for my people, man. Money, game, America. I gotta put on for my folk, man. We all we got. Together we strive, man. Hey. I put on for all of my squad. I gotta go hard. We not being equal. Nah, my kids say, yeah. for MGA, I gotta go run up a check. So when I pull out, you shine too. On guard, together we flex. Don't need none of you fake, nigga. Hell and to ask Nate, nigga. Yeah. You thuggin' for real? Hit one of my dogs, together we kill. Yeah. If I got a meal, yeah. together we eat. That's just how we live. Hey, folks, I'ma hold that y'all for in your face. Hey, my homies, my if I ain't never needed nothing, man, homies, all I need my is my priest. I my, my brothers my keep. Yes I am, MGA Let's go No matter what they always There for me, yeah, for me. They never let me down in my time, my I need. time I need That's why all I need All I need, all I need. Hey. Is my home, is my friends we and family. family No matter what They always write for I'm me my I swear on everything I give my life to ease NBA. That's why all I need All I need, all I need. Them first, yeah. then my friends in all my paper. Pay this right. come last, ain't mean me no good. All your the same, multiply my hustle, grind overnight, no struggle. You winning and balling, they calling, with hands out, acting like they love you. Ask for favors, yeah. see the hard work and dedication, Woo. making for money. Right. So I cut them all off, and now they hate me. Got a hundred brothers uh-huh. with different mothers, ain't blood though. We street related, money. coming from, we come from Chance yeah. slim a nigga in the Castle space, Salute to my city, yeah. I love my family, cause y'all look. Won't well, nothing like ever could make me change. What's inside of me? I do this for K. Looking back like we did it. And they hated, we made it. All these blessings. I thank God for my homies. Y'all just don't understand. He looked like my brothers. We all cut from the same clone. We were raised up together since the mud. I never turn my back on my
0: And we are back here on the Doc G Show. You just heard Rock and Yella. Yes! Love those guys. Those guys actually were just playing at uh, South by Southwest. Had a big gig up there, or down there, I should say. Uh, Good for them. They're taking a much-needed break. But, guys, it is time for our birthday suit clues. We've got two left. Are you guys ready? Let's do it.
3: I need to hear them.
0: Okay. Here's the first one. The first big hit of our birthday suit wear was called Please, Please, Please. Wait, what? Which was inspired by a note written by Little Richard, who wrote those words on a napkin, and the singer that we are talking about kept that napkin. Any idea who had the single Please, Please, Please? Hmm. Mm, South Carolina.
3: Uh, I'm not too positive on that one. No okay.
0: Idea. All right. Well, if we can't get it on the third, there's always the fourth clue. Here comes the fourth <laughs> clue. Our birthday suit wearer went on to become a man in the music industry known as Soul Brother Number 1, also known as the godfather of Soul with his work being sampled everywhere in hip-hop, he was sampled by people such as Curtis Blow, Big Daddy Kane, MC Hammer, Ice-T, Public Enemy, Gangstar, Nas, Notorious B.I.G., LL Cool J, Jay-Z, and his most famous song was Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Hmm.
3: I think I know who this is only because uh, the job that I just left recently, we used to have to listen to a certain Pandora station all the time. Is it James Brown? It
0: is Ooh. James Brown. Nice one. Good job, Claude. You hey, sa- the fourth,
3: The fourth clue got me there.
0: You saved Dave. I yeah, could see I the fear no on Dave's face. He was like, <laughs> I have no idea. No culture. I'm going to ruin this on my hey. first try.
3: I saw Thank it. Pandora for that one, and uh, Spotify as well.
0: Yes, well, it is none other than the godfather of Soul's birthday. Uh, he would have turned 84. He uh, he died, though, uh, back in 2006. So uh, hats off to James Brown, who, by the way, in case you didn't know from those clues, is the most sampled musician ever in hip-hop. Dang I'm so bad for not knowing that now. Everybody in hip-hop wants to sample him. Why? Because he has the best break beats as far as the drums. His drummer was phenomenal. He had a song called Funky Drummer. Anyways, okay. So it is James Brown. Happy birthday to James Brown. May 3rd would be his birthday. He is the birthday suit wearer. It is time to move on, guys, to the Big Three League. Ooh. Oh
3: yeah. I'm so excited.
0: Uh I got to say first off before we get into this a little bit more um I was a little bit depressed by the big 3 league when I actually watched this uh this draft on Facebook live. It wasn't the best production, I'm going to be honest. They didn't put a lot of money into yeah, this. Yeah, they didn't uh, do a
1: very good job putting it out there for everybody.
0: I'm, I'm going to be honest. It looked like somebody was recording like their daughter's graduation on or their, something. On their iPhone. Yeah, that's pretty was much. Was it
3: 2005 again with the flip phone recorder? Yeah, pretty much.
0: Uh, well, yeah, a little bit better quality than that as far as the video quality, but still. Could have been done a little bit better. I'm just saying, Ice Cube. Maybe next year. Look in. They're putting putting
1: money in a little better places.
0: Let's hope. Let's hope they are. Come on, Sports. Come on. So this past weekend, we had the draft. Uh, The draft is now concluded, and I want to go over the first round of the draft. So I'll run down it really quick here. The Trilogy, they picked Rashad McCants for number two... uh, We had uh, Andre Owens picked. Uh, Number three from the Killer Threes, we had Reggie Evans. For four from Tri State, we had Xavier Silas. Five, Three Headed Monsters, we had Kwame Brown. Six, we had the Power Team choosing Jerome Williams. Seven, Ball Hogs, we had Derek Byers being chosen. And eight, Ghost Ballers chose Mo Evans, Maurice Evans. Now, Claude, be real with me here. How many of those eight did you actually know without looking <laughs> up?
3: Uh, you know, Rashad McCants, uh, I loved watching him at North Carolina. He yeah. only played, I think, four years in the NBA. Yeah. Um, Then, uh, of course, we have Kwame Brown, who, by the way, in my opinion, is not the biggest overall number one draft pick bust in NBA history. I think that title now belongs to – No, not Odin. I think that he was just injury-prone, injury-plagued. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Anthony Bennett.
0: Oh, Hmm. sorry,
1: Anthony Um, Bennett. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, uh, so you knew Kwame Brown. Reggie Evans, though. Reggie Evans.
0: Reggie Evans is a great pick. So, uh, yeah, I I I have heard Reggie Evans. I'm not going to act like I knew him that well, and I'd heard of Mo Evans. I'm well, not going to act like I knew yeah. him that well. Reggie's got
1: a, a mm. mean beard. He's yeah. A, you know, like 6'9", kind of scary, power
0: forward. Yeah, yeah, playing for oh, Brooklyn yeah. last, right? I think yeah. it was Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: and you know, he I think he got shipped off from Brooklyn to I want to say Sacramento in his final season, but I, you know, Oh, I where everybody
0: probably, goes to die has their be- career. <laughs>
3: was in Brooklyn (laughs) while he was in Brooklyn though uh Kevin Garnett was there in one of those final seasons of his career and um they were trying to figure out what they should do uh with the team and Kevin Garnett said I will only play for the Brooklyn Nets if Reggie Evans is on the roster so that says a lot about that guy
0: oh that's when they had the old crew that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like Brooklyn, the average age was like 36 yeah. or something like that.
3: Yep. Yeah, uh, or whatever invested he, way too much in that
1: one. He had a decent career in uh, Indiana, I think, also.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I will point out, that is the thing about this draft. Uh, the average age of this uh, first round was around uh, 35. They had the youngest guy at 29 and the oldest guy at 43, which if you look at the player coaches of the Big Three, much older. Right. So uh, you can tell they were like, hey, let's get some young dudes that aren't going to fall apart on the court. They can make it through all the rounds. Yeah, let's get it. They can make eight (laughs) weeks of games. So, guys, I'm looking forward to the Big Three League. It's coming up soon. Uh, Can't wait.
3: The Big Three League.
0: But this is the end of the show, guys. This is the part I hate. Oh, no, yeah. No. It's already over. I want it to last forever. Got to finish right now, guys. Uh, it has been a fantastic show. I want to thank Claude. Claude, thank you for being on once again.
3: Dog, thanks so much, my man. I always appreciate it.
0: And Dave, thank you for filling in, being a wonderful guest host. Thanks, man. Glad I could be here. Yes! All right. I have been your host, Doc G. This has been the Doc G Show. We will see you next week on the Doc G Show. Until then, zip it up and zip it out.